0: About, like you know when you get a win and when you get a lo- loss mm-hmm. you know for some people they're like you they get a win they're like that's not his. on to the next one that mm-hmm. they don't really acknowledge the victories mm-hmm. or you know basking uh, they just are always on and sometimes you know Direct. that they, they never really celebrate it or some people who experience the loss they experience the loss hard so like what are the things that you tell yourself when you win and when you lose, wow, that's a great. That's question. a
1: really good question. Yeah, <laughs> um,
2: for me, um, when I win, I really try to look at the circumstances of what what did I win and how, mm-hmm. why and how does this affect me? And usually, it's very positive, and it's it's also something you can learn from that win. You know, like I'll give you an example: the last time that I won a battle with my break crew, Concrete All Stars. Yo, we went in this jam from, it was like from the second we stepped in the jam, we were meant to win. Like we walked in there, we all had matching gear on, we looked like a break crew. And this is a jam, which is a new generation type of event. We were older than most of people there, okay? Mm-hmm. But we went in there, we showed them what's up. Yeah. Meaning that we embodied this culture of b-boying. You know what i mean we came in with the matching joints with our names on it with our crew name on the back we came with routines that we knew we could strategize because i worked with these guys so many times doing these same routines and we do it like with finesse and with happiness in our hearts because we love this dance so it was like to me i know that us, us winning that jam was very natural we really didn't have much competition going into that um and it was a positive a good thing for us to do you know what i mean so that's sort of like the lesson I took from that win. And I, when I lose, I, I do the same thing. I'll be like, "Why did we lose? Mm-hmm. What happened? What can I learn from this?" And even if it's a really grueling defeat, you know, yeah. one of my biggest defeats was when I blew out my knee. Oh, you know what yeah. I'm saying? I blew out my knee on stage in this arena in Duluth, Georgia, in front of like eight thousand people, and oh literally screamed like, "Ah!" Like, like it hurt. Physically and it hurt emotionally and it was very scary because in my mind. I'm like What am I gonna do after this? You know what I mean? So? However, I had to go inside and really think why did this happen? Mm. What did I do to make this happen because Mm -hmm. I made that happen?
0: Mm. You know what I mean?
2: And I didn't take good enough care of my body. Mm -hmm. I was kicking it too much and not taking enough Physical care of my body. I wasn't listening to my body. I wasn't standing up for myself enough as a performer. That's another thing, um, because a lot of dancers and a lot of performers, you know, our our mentality or our bringing is to go, just go, just do it. You got this. Let's go. Yeah. And sometimes you got to stop and say, no, hold up, wait, I can't do this right now. Yeah, you know what I mean. Real, and yeah. so that yeah. was the problem I had with that particular show was I was already injured. There was already a torn ligament in my knee, oh, but they didn't man. let me stop. And what I should have done is put my foot down mm-hmm. and said, No, I'm not doing this. Yeah. right. So that's a big challenge for a lot of performers. Um, me personally, usually I'm very good at that. And this was just a time when I should have pushed it harder, and I should have pushed my own physical fitness, physical therapy, and recovery harder. But unfortunately, I had to take that L. And when I took it, I turned it into a huge positive because um, I used it as an excuse to learn everything about this injury and how to rehabilitate it so I can get back to dancing Mm. 100%. And I used it as like, I call it like a a wounded soldier, wounded warrior mentality, because I'm like, I'm still gonna do what I'm gonna do, but I have to adapt my activity around this. And Mm. I I can't deny, I fell into a very negative space during that time, you know what I mean? Like, yo, think about it, dude. I've been, I've been breaking and doing, doing graffiti. I've been active my whole life. Even since a little kid, I was always really wild and really physical and like, always gotta do something very physical with myself. And to take that, a person like me and be like, lay down and ice your knee all day, watch a movie, just chill. I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I cannot fucking do that, right? Yeah. So it's like, yeah, guess what I did? I drank a lot. You know what I mean? I smoked a lot of weed, you know, and mm-hmm. that's just being honest with you. Like, that's one thing where I'm like, if I do this, I'll be able to chill yeah. as long as I want.
1: But mm-hmm. that's
2: not good for your body. It's not good for your mind. It's not good for recovering and re- rehabilitating yeah. yourself because mm-hmm. those things are going to be um, basically slowing you down. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. more, so, more so the alcohol than the weed, in my opinion. But um, that was a huge challenge, and I had a lot, and it was, it was just... A huge life lesson ongoing continuing not only that i was on workman's comp for two years while i was healing up and that is its own continuing <clears throat> life lesson because mm-hmm. workman's comp is ruthless mm-hmm. they drop you yep. they'll drop you on yeah. you you collect a paycheck every week which is dependent upon your follow-up all mm-hmm. you have to do go to every doctor's appointment submit every piece yeah. of paperwork um follow up with every single person, including your physical therapist. Mm -hmm. And I did that to a T. I was at every appointment on time, got the thing signed by my doctor, sent it straight to my case manager every single time. Same thing with physical therapy. Mm -hmm. And I learned along that time that not only did they try to just intentionally drop you sometimes and make it look like an accident, Mm -hmm. which they did. It's like, yo, my paycheck didn't come this week. I'm talking to my case manager. My paycheck didn't come this week. Um, What's going on? And they go, oh! Looks like your name was dropped from the system. I'm sorry. We'll just put all your info back in and next week you'll get two paychecks. Oh and it's like, my God. oh, okay, great. So you're checking if I'm even following up, yeah. basically. Wow. And then not only that, they also spy on people and they do stuff to catch people and film them and record them spying on them to uh, bump them off of your health coverage and your workman's comp benefits because you, you know, I got, I was on for two years collecting a paycheck every week. That's a lot of money. Yeah. So for that company and those businesses, sometimes they want to be like, hmm, this guy looks healthy. Let's see yeah. if he's really injured. Put a $20, down, uh, a $20 bill down on the ground in front of his apartment building. When he comes down, if he bends down to pick it up, you know, oh Odyssey in and of itself mm-hmm. taught me a huge lesson about life. Like so many lessons. In. That's what I'm trying to get to. When you take an L, take a minute and sit back. Let that frustration settle and think, why did this happen? What yeah. did I do? How did I do this? Because, yo, frankly, you probably did it in some way. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You did. And if you want to get better and you want to recover and come back past that, what can you do to get past that? And and to say, if I was to walk into this same situation and change the outcome, what would I do? And go forward from there.
0: Mm. Yeah. Why do you have? Yeah.
1: Um, so... With wins, uh, it feels really good at the time, right? Um, but I think now in this day and age, we tend to be in this like fast-paced uh, society where we, like you said, tend to go on to the next one. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes you're winning, you're winning, you're winning. And then you get to a point and you finally get to a loss, but you forget about all the wins you've had oh, up until this yeah. point um, to get to the loss. And I think... Um, Something I'm learning to do is to really enjoy the win, mm. write it down, write down how you feel, know, um, uh, it's almost like observing and taking notes, like figure out how you got there. What are the steps that got you to the win? Yeah. Like, so that you can win again, yeah. um, in regardless of whatever you're doing, uh, be it a competition or, um oh, I got to this country today, or hey, we're on this residency today. To me, like right now, this experience is a win. And so um, something that I've been trying to do, which I try to think about because I don't think I did that enough as a kid and teenager and young adult, is to really um, uh, just get grounded into the win and understand and feel good about it and be proud of what it took me to get here. So for me, like doing this first residency, everything's like paid for and we're getting to you know we're getting to do what we love to do inspire the young generation it's like I want to remember this forever and enjoy this win and figure and always know how I got to this point how did I get here Mm. so that I can continue forward to try and get other wins you know as I continue now when it comes to the losses I want to say the same thing I Something that I did, that's my behavior, I tend to just be like, okay, I lost, okay, move on. I don't really go through the emotional cycle of it. I'll just try and like, move on, let me get to the next challenge. Yeah, Yeah, it's like almost like in denial. So um, something I've worked hard to try and do is just to feel the loss. And like he said, it's like, if you're losing, like one recent loss I had was last year. I was in a video for this like South African artist, and um, again, it was like a gig that I got off social media. But I felt like I hadn't been doing enough. Um, Of the work that I used to do as far as like being on camera and dancing on camera Mm -hmm. So I didn't see at the end of the day when the shot was released on vivo or whatever I'm like, oh man, where's my freestyle clip and I'm thinking man They probably didn't like it and I'm thinking back into it and I'm thinking well, I was out of breath Um, I didn't even do as well as I could have on my freestyle Uh, prior to even being booked on the shoot was I Going over my material was I um doing the work that I needed to do in that style of dance? Or was I just basing it off all the previous wins and being like, oh yeah, I deserve this. Oh, and then yeah. now I get to this loss, but I'm different. forgetting all the steps it took to get mm. to the win, which is why they noticed me in the first place to book me.
0: No, like the whole, the, the, the racking of the W has made you feel entitled?
1: It's, it, exactly, it's like a sense of entitlement. And yeah. so it's like you have to revel in the wins and the losses and take notes on both so that you know what you want to continue doing what you don't want to do and how do you learn from the things you did do that didn't get you to the win but it kept you in that loss you know but you want to really stay grounded in the loss don't put it in denial like feel it take the notes and then figure out how you can transform it how you can fix it so that you can get a win or if even if it's not a complete win how do you get up from that level of where you're at if we are doing like a scale of zero to ten if you were really at a level of two how do i at least change a step or add a step to get to the level three so Mm. i say yeah really taking into consideration what it means to win and lose and knowing the steps that took to get to both so that you can pick and choose
2: yeah i I think one thing that we kind of bypassed which was in his question about Mm self-talk is that you gotta understand this perspective that we're both giving is is we both have very high self-esteem and we both have like very positive self-talk already i didn't really mention that Mm. but my thing is like i believe so much in myself and what i do that when people ask me what i do i want to tell them i'm a superhero because that's how i see myself yeah if that sounds conceited you know that's that's whatever but um i don't i don't mistreat people badly or look down on anyone else because of that that's what i think and i think everybody else has Mm -hmm. that capacity and is to be their own superhero as well so My self-talk is very positive. Yeah. When I get up every day in the morning, I look up and I, and I go, I'm alive. Thank God.
1: Yep. Grateful.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be grateful. You have to be positive about who you are. Mm-hmm. And so I think we kind of bypass that because I know for a lot of people that maybe don't feel that way about themselves, it's crucial, man. It's hard. You got to appreciate yourself. You First. Appreciate think, yourself. Yeah. Who you are and what you're doing and and really shift into that and loving, really loving yourself because you you will see that you are worth it and you deserve it Mm. and when you feel that way you bring that same vibration to other people and Mm. you also receive it more readily from them and you can see it coming from them instead of being insecure about who you are and insecure about the other people around you you know what i mean yeah so self-talk is very important and it's very important to love yourself and be positive about who you are and what you're doing in life
0: yeah um i'm going to do a bathroom break real quick but i I think one of the things that the um, that's super important because just based off what they're talking about is, is look at me I'm on the dark side right now <laughs> I know and then,
1: like, I'm getting ah, completely I'm oh. to fix this in post
0: <laughs> i <a roar>.
2: super <laughs> white
1: <laughs> and I'm like glowing so, out here like, so, like
0: i, I you are
1: I, glowing <laughs> are you pregnant? <laughs> no
0: I'm right focus on the <laughs> so anyways I think one of the f- things that that's, that's
1: what it is, is to be with Antics Men. <laughs> that's in a, in a sentence
0: that's kind of important. Is you know, the, there's the the self talk is important. The self esteem is important, especially for those of you who feel like you don't have it because you had a tough upbringing, you were bullied a lot, and shit. I was bullied a lot, a lot uh, growing up, um, which is one of the reasons I got, I, you know, got a temper that really affected me negatively in my adulthood. But I think that when it comes to the self talk, I think that it starts, you know, obviously self talks talking how you talk about yourself. Um, and I think that can start. The common thing is like it's very funny to be self-deprecating at all like oh, like, mm. like like I'm too short to be doing this Yeah, yeah, like, even though it's a joke you're like, you like your physiology your mentality doesn't know the difference Yeah, it's gonna start believing and start, and you'll start seeing you know what you get what you focus on you know, that's where energy goes yeah. and then That self-talk has to start with how you how you say certain things every single day It's within the language of how you say things like I'm never gonna be be that. You're right. <laughs> you're never gonna be that because you just said it and kind of put it out there in the universe. Uh, there's that whole saying that, you know, if you whether you think you can or can't, you're right. Same thing with yourself. Um, how you say yourself like I instead of saying you know I, I'll never be that. I can't be that yet, but I will be. It's a, it's, like, it's a simple thing. One, like, one of my friends told me the most life-changing thing I ever said to her was we were at rehearsal. She's like, oh, my God, I hate my life right now. Like, I hate my life. And I told her, like, for this, at this very moment, you hate it.
1: Yeah.
0: Because <laughs> otherwise, you're completely denouncing everything good that's happened in your life. So the languaging is super important. It's something that we overlook in terms of how we talk to ourselves. I mean, um, because we're running constant scripts of, what's, of our upbringing. Um, like how your parents viewed you, your teachers, your cousins. And then um, a lot of the things we think about ourselves aren't exactly true. Because mm-hmm. yeah, there's a point in our when we were kids that we were more confident than most adults. Yeah. And then, you know, then it gets buried and hidden by the scripts and the language from other adults trying to protect you because they're doing their best. Mm-hmm. But it didn't necessarily serve you for this journey of life. Yeah. So it's a matter of like unlearning those scripts and being self-aware, like um, which is why I love what Gil said about journaling because it helps tracking. And I'm very big on the saying, what what gets tracked, what gets measured gets managed. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to be aware of the thoughts that come in, um, that can help you track of, okay, you, you become aware of what's holding you back and then you can change it. For me, when I was, I think... Um, going through therapy and trying to help manage my anger a lot better a lot of it this is one of my favorite things like when I and it had to be super simple I would journal it with my left hand mm. and I was like I felt this because and it was like almost not only it was activating like almost me as a, the the inner child yeah um, yeah. and then on the right side I would have to be the adult mm. and see how I would how I would heal myself from that that's wow so and it was like that show is transforming. Yeah, that's awesome. So then, and like, it's creative in a sense and also, again, measuring it and then then you start seeing the patterns in your life and a lot of people are unaware of the patterns that are constantly, you know, in cycle and then, you know, and then they wonder why their life's not any better because they're in a, they're stuck in a pattern that they're unaware of. So the matrix, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, bathroom break. (laughs) Deep. Yeah.
1: Uh, we're able to have the conversation of, uh, of understanding that we have it inside of us. Everybody has it inside of them. Sometimes um, people aren't able to tap into that power, per se. And I think sometimes it is, like what you mentioned, um, your friend was affected by you, but all you had to do was say something about it. So it can sometimes be about the environment. So if you have to take yourself out of situations and patterns in which your society the society that you choose to be in is 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 not uh, i guess i I'll, I'll take it as if it, it's a garden you are a garden so if you're not tending to your garden and the things around you there's weeds and you gotta pluck the weeds you gotta yeah. take it out so you got to uh, take out the weeds and take away the things that don't serve you best and put the things that do serve you and if you aren't able to tap into it sometimes it's not a matter of fake it to make it but Um, You have to learn the process like for me a lot of it was reading Um, I think he mentioned it earlier in another question like the books you read like I had to read about my soul and my spirit to really start to get connected into it because I had been like Systemized so much so that I felt like I was disconnected from my own self my own wants and needs and I was basing it off what People say, or society says, the things around me are saying what's important. So I had to read things like I don't know the power of intention. Um, he mentioned a great book, *The Alchemist*, that we talked about before. Um, in order to start, in order to start exposing myself, and then also um, gain things from friends and people that I'd be around that are good for my environment, that could nurture my progress and my growth. So learning, learning things like. Um, Listening to motivational speeches or being around people that do think positively about themselves, so it then inspires you to want to think the same way about your own self. Yeah. So I think that's important. Knowing that your environment is also a way that you can learn. You know.
0: Yeah. I mean, um, guys.